Welcome to episode 13 of Bobby's World Podcast. On this podcast, we're going to discuss the X-Men video games um, with my brother Scott. Say hi, Scott. Hello. Scott, hit it. Scotty. Yep. What's up, bro? What's going on? So for those of you who are not sure what just happened, that noise you heard was the famous Colossus roar from the X-Men arcade game. <laughs> okay. It's probably the most iconic sound in video game history. Um, I heard it a lot when I was playing that game, but I heard it. That's uh, one of those games where if you're playing it with somebody, somebody has to be flawed. Game is yeah. not complete without that roar, but I probably heard it a bit too much when I played with you because that's that's all you did. Yeah, whenever we, when we we played in the uh, on the uh, emulator. Listen, it's and, about forty-five and I minutes. Kept putting in like the coins, like you know, like the make-believe coins. Yes, not only that, you did it on the PSN, <laughs> and um, it's probably a forty-five minute game. And that's all I heard for 45 minutes. That's all you did. <laughs> I wanted to fight with you. And then in MAGFest, apparently some people do the Colossus roar. Like one guy starts it and like everybody else just joins in. Yes, I saw a video on YouTube about 300 people get together to do the Colossus roar. And those people need a life. <laughs> yeah, that MAGFest is a, it's like pretty much, it's like a comic con with video games. It's, uh, it's wild, actually. Where all the nerds go to, I guess. Facts. Um, all right, so we so this is about the X Men games. Uh we're gonna cover every X Men game that I know of that's not a fighter. And it has to be an X Men title game. Yeah, so like no Ultimate Alliance. No, none of those. Just clearly strictly X Men. There's seventeen games. So it's not going to be as long as Batman because Batman was 35 games. That was and I almost passed out. I almost passed out at the end. That was a while. Yeah. This shouldn't be as long, hopefully. So, but before we get into that, I want to say that yesterday, me and our father, Platinum Darksiders together. Mm-hmm. So that was awesome. I really enjoyed the game. It's like, a, you know, Diablo 3. Um, you know, Dungeon Crawler, isometric game. The only thing that really pissed me off was that you couldn't upgrade any further on Apocalyptic. And you and the platforming session, sections of the game were just really, really designed bad. Because it takes way too long to make some jumps just to get an orb or just to go someplace else. I don't think you should have jumping... jumping uh, well, you shouldn't have difficult... Jumping platforming section and right. a crawler. Yeah. It's not like uh, when we played, remember, well, you remember too young, but remember when we played, um, damn, what's that game called? 
shit. Something uh Baldur's Gate. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Well, it's just like Diablo. No jumping platforms. Say, oh, for example, another example. Me and your father played Vikings Wolves of Midgard. No jumping. That game was kind of glitchy, though. Some things were kind of strange. The level, the level ups were just really so, ridiculous. Let's not talk about glitch games, <laughs> Mafia Three. Oh, bro, that's not a topic. Um, we can do a whole game, podcast on that game. Yeah, that game was horrible. <laughs> but very disappointing. Uh, I would give Darksiders uh, Genesis. I would give it a eight out of ten. I did enjoy. It's a nice part to the Darksiders franchise. Now, hopefully, they make part four and we get a real ending, you know, because I think they were really good games. I got all platinum for all the games. So that's pretty cool. And then I think I'm at the last point of Sekiro. Oh. Maybe I should have the platinum this week, hopefully. Let's see. Uh, It's a brutal game. It's very difficult. But when you beat a boss, you feel like a god. Yeah, you you feel like such a badass when you start blocking enemy attacks with your sword. I'm sorry, it's like I, a feeling I never thought I would uh, feel. Oh, you want to swing at me? Block, deflect, parry. You know, I, it's a, it's awesome. I like that game a lot. So I should have that. Then I have a couple of easy games I want to play to get my mind off something so difficult. And then I want to jump into the Outer Worlds. So I heard good things about it. So. Let's see. Eva's still playing Animal Crossing. Yeah. The five-star rating. She has an S ranking for her house. She just got her gold medal plaque today for, I think it's the Academy that checks her house uh, score. So she's obviously loving the game. She has all the bridges, all the ramps. Now she's just going to rearrange her island a bit to make it a little bit more neater, I guess. And then I don't know after that. We'll see what she's going to play. We still have Mario Odyssey to play. I'm surprised you guys don't get Ultimate Alliance 3 and just play that game. She would never play a game like that. Really? I tried to get her to play Ultimate Alliance on PS3. And she said, how about now? Oh, she's not into that? I'm shocked. Not at all. Because, you know, I can see if you only play as certain characters. But I mean, I don't know how the new one is, but... It's boring. She just thinks it's the same repetition. It's boring. No, I do feel it on that one, though. So, we have Mario Odyssey we could play together. And I was thinking about getting another game for the Switch. We have Mario Kart still. But, um... We just need two more races for all the all three gold medals. Or three stars, sorry. And then we're going to move on to 150cc Mirror. Which is going to be a challenge. But whatever, nothing else to do, right? So I might as well do that. What are you playing? Well, I'm playing MLB The Show still. I'm doing uh, Road to the Show. I just got drafted by the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I am an outfielder. Well, I'm still in the minor leagues. So I'm playing for the, uh, I forgot what the minor league team is called. So I'm playing that. I'm also playing Diamond Dynasty, trying to get all these cards. Some of them are like really annoying though. Like they they just put out Jackie Robinson because it was Jackie Robinson Day uh, a couple of weeks, a couple of days ago. And bro, let me tell you something. Playing some of these moments is just really stupid. Like you have to get four hits and a home run. 
and it's on rookie difficulty, by the way. And it's like virtually, it's some of it's impossible. Really, like if it's on rookie. It should just be like that. You know what I mean? Yep, bro. But this game, nah. And let me tell you, bro. The fielding in this game is just, oh, it really pisses me off. The fielding in this game. A ball hit me in the head. <laughs> and I'm like, what the? I was, bro, I'm yelling. I was screaming. And the guy got a triple for no reason. Just They, they really need to do a pass for the field and as soon as possible. Because it's just Why really annoying. In this game. And what else I was playing? I was playing some L.A. Noir. You know, that game gets kind of boring after a while. I, I never found that game interesting at all. It's, I mean, I don't know if you would play, you know, you probably get on the Switch and play it on that. 100% Switch. You would probably put maybe on it, on it, but if it's cheap and you got nothing else to play, I would say you to check it out. But Listen, for me, the Switch is good, but I would really only play Nintendo games on the Switch. Let me tell yeah. you why. The Witcher oh, speaking 3. of Nintendo games, I'm also mm-hmm. playing Super Mario, Super Mario Brothers 3 on NES. Wow, what made you play that? Uh, ABGN said it was pretty good, but he also said it was kind of like Satanist. They have like a lot of references to Satan. You never played Super Mario Brothers 3? No, well, the game came out in 1989, so that's about nine years before I was born. Oh, you're right. So, um, you know, missed that one, yeah, clearly. I did, yeah, I, I mean, I like Super Mario but... Brothers World on the Wii. No, my favorite man. I liked uh, Mario RPG, and I liked Super Mario World on a Super Nintendo. I I, really, I didn't care for Mario growing up. It didn't really do anything for me. Bro, I mean, also don't get me wrong. Had, the game, uh, the Super games are Mario great. Sluggers is like a baseball game. Yeah, I know. And bro, and, and Bowser in that game was pretty much Mark McGuire on steroids. Well, this guy was destroying balls. I liked Mario RPG. I like Super Mario World. I like Mario yeah. Strike for the GameCube. Obviously, Mario. Yeah, but for me, Mario didn't do it for me. I mean, don't get me wrong. The games are, are phenomenal. I just don't care for them. Yeah. I, I play them because of my friends. Yeah, I mean. You know, Luigi's Mansion on the original GameCube was pretty good. No, well, I never played, I never played those. Bro, but Luigi's Mansion 3 so. was phenomenal. Yeah. So for me, I mean, I wouldn't buy any games on the Switch that's no. Nintendo. Let me tell you why. Because The Witcher 3 doesn't look that good. Skyrim is not that good on the on the on the Switch. I would rather have those and play in my house. Yeah, right. You know, I would buy maybe if it was a game that I, I was kind of interested in and graphics weren't an issue. I will get it on the Switch. But you have to think about this. Once the PS5 and Xbox Scorpion, whatever it's called, comes out this year, the Switch is going to be look like it's two generations behind. And Xbox that's fine, too. Switch. Yeah, like Link, The Legend of Zelda looks fine. Animal Crossing looks What's, cute. what's, what's the Xbox called? Xbox Scorpion? Scorpion. I think Scorpion. Um, like the rock band? I guess. Uh, it's not going to look good. Like, those games look good. Mario looks good on the Switch. Right. But if you're going for realism, it's the wrong system. Like, I like the Switch, yeah. but personally, I never played it in my hand. No. 
I've only played it on the uh, on the dock. So whatever. Uh, um, I mean, I don't know if I would ever get it to Switch. I mean, if somebody got it for me, I guess I would play it. But you wouldn't. You're only game you're gonna play on is Ultimate Alliance Three. <laughs> you don't. Much. You don't like. Like them. let's say. Like, like let's say uh, mom and dad got it for me because you know I don't know. Oh, you know, so I bought it for myself. Let's say mm-hmm. if I had money for it. Honest to God, I would just play Ultimate Alliance Three. Yeah, That's there's it. other good games on it, but you know, maybe some other games you would recommend to something. Maybe I'll check it out because if I want to play with you, I would just play Ultimate Alliance Three. You you and you would get it, and we can just wreck house in that game. Yeah, but I don't know. If they have now. I don't know on the handheld, right? Can you talk to somebody? I think there's an app for that. Because let me tell you something. I'll be playing this game at fucking nighttime at like eleven o'clock. Oh, have you? Uh, I just wish. You gotta stop why? That. You gotta stop that. Yeah, I know. I don't know why this game isn't on Xbox One or PS4. I think it's stupid. Definitely stupid. Because. Me and you could have done with playing this game. You probably got the platinum already. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I would have played this game because I I, I love the first two games really to me. Yeah, they're from when we played Ultimate Alliance two, and you got like the unlimited door, and I got the unlimited Hulk. We maxed out Hulk and bro. This game was we played on like what super difficult, yeah, super hardcore difficulty. It was a joke. We destroyed our. You play R2 in circle with Thor and he just okay, bye. okay, bye. See ya. Bro, but that game was just dope. And, uh, oh, before we start, I got some uh, some complaints about the podcast. Mm-hmm. So let's go over. Let's not. These are unanimous. I don't know who they are. Well, I know who they are, but someone sent them. You mean in. anonymous? Anonymous, right. Unanimous decision means everybody... Voted for the same. Mike Mariano Rivera getting in the Hall of Fame. Unlike Derek Jeter. Yeah, Derek Jeter was one vote away. One vote. Even I'm gonna, I, don't, guy. I don't think he's the greatest shortstop ever, but Me you know, let's put that for another debate. Put that for another I, I podcast. If he didn't get voted in, like I said before, it doesn't bother me. But to be one vote away, that's a scumbag move. Bro, yeah, I mean, I always think Ripken's the greatest shortstop, but well, he is. my opinion. If I listen, if he was seventy five percent, eighty percent, first time ballot, first time in, I agree with that. No, no doubt. Right. I agree. First time ballot, uh, first time on the on the ballot, first time should be in the Hall of Fame. There'd be ninety nine point whatever it is. That's 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 hurt that bro. Like, bro, there's two people who didn't vote for Griffey. That's hurts, bro. But how wasn't Griffey unanimous? Unbelievable. Like. Okay, I know his in Cincinnati he got hurt injuries. Okay, maybe you could say that, but come on, this guy was phenomenal. He was. But it is and what it is, right? It's the same injuries just, you know, plagued his career, man. The second half of his career was just it sucked. Yep. So here are the complaints, ready? Yeah. Uh now the funny thing is, okay, that Canadian guy, the GOGP. He also had the same complaint. Now, this podcast is going to air after his, but 
Does he know when I recorded this? No. No. His show is also set up better than yours, and no offense. Well, that's what I'm going to get to. That's what I'm going to get to. It, it, I think it may be him because I never heard of this user. This this guy doesn't follow me. He has no posts. He has, oh, no he has a burner. It's, it's he a has, burner account. He has no follower. It's a burner account. And it looks like the Canadian flag if it was in black and white. So I'm not saying it's him. It could be a fan of his show that hates my show. I'm not yeah. going to go into a whole America versus Canada thing right now. But he says that, and I quote, the GOGP show is by far better than yours. You have no structure. You both sound like idiots. And then he writes, then he writes this. Who is going to listen to a three-hour podcast? Okay, that's what he wrote. First of all, this show is free, guy. Right? Yeah. Uh, just to make me sound a little bit better, I did order a microphone. But since we have the coronavirus issue, that microphone ain't going to get here till like May 15th. So we're going to have a yeah. few more podcasts. Yeah, Amazon, right? like yeah, number one. Number two, I'm using a free app, buddy. So if it doesn't sound like studio quality, it's because... I don't have a studio. Um, the other person wrote, your brother Scott sounds much more interesting than you. You should retire and give the show to him. <laughs> well, well, that's cool. Uh, my brother can make his own podcast. You know, I don't have to retire. Don't, don't listen to me. That's cool. Uh, another person wrote, um, another person wrote, how did you have time to play all those Batman games when you're only 10 years old? First of all, who's 10? <laughs> what? Okay, number one. You don't even sound 10 years old. Number two, have you not seen my Instagram? Uh, I'm 37, bro. Bro, okay. yeah, even your, even your logo and even your podcast, uh, the logo for your podcast. I mean... Bro, you got you, the microphone, the headset, and the map of the neighborhood we grew up in. Listen, that <laughs> listen, if, if you think that that logo is a ten year old, maybe that's a ten year a ten year old in like a a really stressful country where he aged, bro. You know, bro. Okay, some people, bro. Let me tell you, you ever see a picture of young Tommy Lee Jones in high school? No, bro. This man is eighteen. That picture. This man looks thirty eight. <laughs> Probably him, uh, Morgan Freeman, and uh, it's and Patrick Stewart, and there's another guy. Uh, fuck, what was his name? And oh, and Samuel Jackson. Like these guys is never aged; they just look the same. That's hilarious. Another guy wrote, "I don't like sports. This is supposed to be a gaming podcast. Why do you talk about sports?" Well, to be honest, I don't know what this podcast is. Okay, uh, clearly there's no structure. I try to make uh, a, a general topic, but me and my brother could talk for hours. So, yeah, we go off topic, but you know what? That's okay. I like it. I enjoy it. Number one. Like, the next podcast, uh, spoiler alert, we're going to do the X-Men movies because we're like in an X-Men move for whatever Well, I mean, reason. if you look at my podcast, the title of the podcast kind of explains the main topic. Yeah. So, I we try to get into that. To Obviously, that's the main topic. We want to talk about it. Okay. So we kind of have some. Yeah, like we also don't want to get boring either, and you know, just say 
uh, Uncanny X Men, NES, you know, after a while they get turned off. Yeah, so it is a it is a mostly video game podcast, but it doesn't say Bobby's video game podcast. It doesn't say Bobby's movie podcast. It's Bobby's world. It's just podcast. Bobby's world podcast. It's so whatever is in my uh, whatever's going on in my life. Yeah. So we want to talk about my mom throwing me throwing a freaking vacuum attachment at me. We'll talk about that. Not a big deal. But or you know, fork. yeah, or a fork or Windex, whatever. My mom was a gangster. The next a guy shared. The next guy said, you are so white. How do you know about ghetto food? First of all, I had many friends growing up, bro. Okay? <laughs> and when you go to someone's house and they want to give you a spam cheese sandwich, you're going to eat it. Right? That's it. You don't have no choice. Because that woman made you food from her house and you're going to eat it. Nothing you can do. Right? My friend Adam's mom, they were very well-to-do family. Right? They had money, okay? And you know what she made us every single night? We, I came over there. We, I went to his house I don't know how many times. She made two things. Pizza and hamburgers. And you know what? I didn't give a shit. Because those are the best hamburgers and pizza I ever had in my life. Okay? When, you, when they came yeah, to my house, my mom would cook whatever she had. You know what my mom did sometimes? Remember when we used to you know, go to Jerry Wire and, and uh, Nancy's house? And they couldn't cook at all? Yeah, yeah. My godparents, who you know, I haven't seen in about 12 years. But you had to uh, eat the food anyway, because what are you going to do? 12, 13 years, how the fuck long it's been. Yep. Uh, all, all, all Nancy Wire made was spaghetti and meatballs. That's it. But you know what? What are you going to do? Okay? Mom, Mom, she's Mom made Italian, so of course, she's making Italian food. Yeah, but she cooked like, I don't know. It wasn't very good. But either way, um... Mm-hmm. I hope they don't hear this podcast. Well, if they do, what do they do? But that's what happens when you talk about you talk about somebody, they're gonna hear it. Um, mom made food. Mom made many food. She made meatloaf. She made hamburgers. She made pasta, lasagna, whatever. Right? Sometimes mom was like, "Yo, here's some cereal. I gotta go." Okay, thank you. Who gives a shit? That's that's how I can eat ghetto meals, bro. I, you know, whatever. Um, someone wrote to me. I knew you from Kennedy High School. Um, how are you doing? Miss you. First of all, who oh, the fuck are you? Send me these messages, man. I have no idea who this person is. Number one. Number two. Again, burner account. It's private. I tried to accept him. It's been a week. I don't know who the hell you are, but okay, peace out. Um, another person wrote, "You wouldn't last one day in the Boston ghetto." First of all, what ghetto, Boston? I'm from New York, bro. I'm from the Bronx, okay? Get your little Boston ass out of here. And your fucking Red Sox, too. Um, <laughs> Fuck you, man. Somebody, somebody wrote, your brother has a man beard. Okay, well, he's a man, so he has a beard. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, for whatever reason, said, you know, a week after I shave, it grows back. Someone wrote, is your brother your son that you never told your mom about? Um, no, because my he definitely came out of my mom. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, and considering that me and you both look like our mom. I mean, yeah, hello. Like if the three of us walk down the street, someone could say, wow, that lady, that's definitely a lady and her two sons. 100%. So I know he came from my mom because when he came out of my mom, I held him. So he's not my son. Thank you. I don't have any children. Okay. And then another another suspicious thing wrote, 
right? Another suspicious person. This one looks like a bald guy. And he says, Craig from the GOGP show is better than Scott. Okay, well, how? Number one. Who's the bald guy? Johnny Sins? No, the bald guy is Craig on the GOGP show. He's basically a sound producer. Right? I don't have a sound uh, thingamabob. Right? I can't make sound effects, number one. Number two, I don't have background music. Number three, first of all, my brother would just body slam Craig. For sure. Okay? Um, Also... Also, oh, somebody wrote, where can I get those waters from Gamer Scrooge? Well, Gamer Scrooge is dead, so you can't get the water. But if you're really interested in it, you can contact the GOGP show. He has water. He ships it to you. I don't know the price. I don't know how they ship from Canada, but good luck. Listen, and you want a sound effect, here you go. Perfect. Bro, there you go. We got sound effects. So you know what? Every time I say something you think is cool, throw a sound effect in, Scott. Let's do it, okay? So I think some of these questions were from fans of the GOGP show, and that's fine. It is what it is. And you think the GOGP show has made a burner account just to bust balls? You know what? It's possible, bro. You can never trust these single Canadians. I don't know. I think the GOGP show kind of reminds me of Marc Messier. Let me tell you why. Marc Messier, stand-up guy. Right? Because he's Canadian? Yeah, he's Canadian. <laughs> that helps. Number one. Number two, stand-up guy. Right? Number three, runs an official... Oh, wait a minute. Is he, is he hated in Vancouver like this? <laughs> uh, I don't know, bro. I have to find out. But uh, I think that the GOGP show has a good show. He runs a tight ship like Messier did. Right? But what yeah. was Messier famous for? Being dirty sometimes. Sneaky fucking elbows. Yeah. So I think that sometimes the just next Mike Madonna and uh, Dennis Popman. Yeah, I think that sometimes he's bored. He makes a fake account and he writes me a dumbass question. So it is what it is. That's enough about that. I don't know know if it's him or not, but I guess the next podcast he makes uh, after he hears this, he'll probably like you know say something. Well, we'll find out. I'm sure he will. Um, he also asked me the third time if you're going to do his show. So oh, yeah, I'll do it. I don't think you'll be a traitor to do it. Do it, bro. Talk about sports. Yeah, you know sports. I don't know about sports, bro. I know what I know, and that's it. Listen, we could talk about the Toronto Blue Jays, first Canadian team to win the World Series. Sure, you could talk about a lot of stuff. That's fine. But you know what? We're 26 minutes in. We had AK. Uh, we had you know in uh, and I quote no structure. So basically, here's what's going to happen. Okay, we had the first part of the episode. Then we had my little intro theme song, which my nephew did for me. Okay. Then we talked about how was my, what games am I playing right now? What games are you playing right now? And then we answered questions from the fans. So that's pretty structured yep. right there. And now we're going to hop into the main event. So I don't know if you got structure or not, bro. I'll tell you what. I got a marble notebook, okay? And I have a bunch of pages I wrote notes down on. Yeah. Not structure. I don't know what is, bro. Okay? So, 
Uh, in our next podcast, uh, that'll be in uh, spoiler alert. We're gonna do the X Men movies, and I'll be pretty much taking over the podcast because Bobby's only seen those movies once, so some of them at least, and some of them has been a very long time since he's seen any of them. Yeah, I saw all of them it. once except for the last one, bro. Listen, which is basically X Men Three: Last Stand Two Point X-Men The Last Stand is better than that movie, but again, to, I guess on tomorrow's show, you know, we'll get to that. We'll get to that, yes. And if you have any other ideas, not that I'm running out of ideas, I could talk all day about random nonsense. If you want to hear about a topic, let me know. And since I have nothing but time, I'll see what I could do. Yeah. Oh, we also, just before we start this announcement, Streets of Rage 4 finally coming out April 30th. Yeah, twenty five years too late. I saw the plat. I saw the trophies. It looks like well. It did, listen. If you and me practice on hard difficulty, I think we could beat the game. You have to beat the game and get an S ranking on every level. So, oh boy, it, listen. It's not going to be that hard. You play, if you play the game enough times, you feel you get a character you like, right? You learn the mood and take your time. Like any other, like any other beat 'em up. It's like any other game. You learn the moves, take your time. Some people are great playing Street Fighter with Ryu because they play with Ryu for 25 fucking years, bro. <laughs> I mean, eventually, eventually you're going to learn some shit, right? Like Christie's boy, ex-boyfriend, uh, what's his name, Oscar. That guy was uh, fucking perfectionist in Street Fighter. Well, if she hears this and she hears that, you're going to be in trouble. Well, it wasn't me, Christie. It was Scott. Um, well, I'm just saying, you know. Um, you could have said anything. I say ex-boyfriend. You could have said Christy was good at Guile. You could have said I was good with Scorpion. You could have said Eva was good in Killer Instinct. I mean, there's many things you could have said. Well, you were talking about Street Fighter. That's why you said Ryu. Yeah, but Christy also played Street Fighter with Guile, and she basically beat me 90% of the time. Well, you know, I was getting to that, but you came in and interrupted me. Well, I try to stop you from talking about her, you know. This guy. But whatever. It's what it is. All right. All right. So now we're a half hour in. So let's begin with the first game. Much like the Batman podcast, we're going to talk about them in order of release. So the first game is titled Uncanny X-Men. LJN was involved. 1989 on the NES. Not looking too good. This game is one of the worst games ever made. On any console ever. Ever. It's literally a piece of shit that you put into the PS that you put into the NES. Okay? It's a piece of shit. What the fuck was that? The losing horn and the right. Oh. Well that that this game is horrible. Okay? Yeah, you have Colossus, Cyclops, Iceman, Nightcrawler, Storm and Wolverine. But basically it's broken down into two categories. Shooters and melee. Okay? So there's no point of using Wolverine, Nightcrawler, or Colossus because hit detection here doesn't exist. Yeah, it's a very broken game where you can't use certain characters. I mean, come on. If you, You can only have a chance with Cyclops, Iceman, and Storm. Yeah. Okay? If you play by yourself. And one thing, the menu screen is so bland. Bro, the whole game sucks. The music sucks. Yeah, it looks like shit. Um, 
your if you play by yourself, your computer AI partner gets stuck in walls. He actually dies. I mean, what is going on? Um, yeah, if you're playing this for like another a real person, like if me and you ever played this game, I don't know why you would, but bro, we wouldn't beat it. No. Okay, first of all, a lot of people might not know that basically the story of this game is Magneto has taken over the danger room. And he locked out the safety features for the danger room. So basically, you can get hurt and killed. So you have to escape the danger room and then confront Magneto. I don't think anybody knows that because it's not said, but I know. That's the story. Um, you have the same characters here that you have in the arcade game. Uh, it's a price, man. But um, what you call it? And then there's a sixth and final mission, but you cannot access that without a code. The code was printed on the back of the box, which nobody kept. And if you're playing on a, in a, on an emulator, unfortunately, you cannot access the code because you have to hit yeah. select and start, and that means the game gets shut off. Unless you change the hotkeys, you could do it, but even if you did do it, I know what's the point. There's no point. It's and so, why would you want horrible. to play this game anyways? Horrible. Stay away. From this game, this is absolutely the worst game I ever played in my life. Well, one of the worst games I ever played, bro. We could do a podcast on the shitty games. This has to be in it. Yeah, there's so many bad games. I mean, they all they all they all look like blocks, and they all look the yeah. same except for a color swap. Yeah, no, they're the same characters, but their color scheme was just changed. That's what I just said. Yeah, it's horrible. It sucked. I'm not talking about this, bro. One, one, one out of ten. That's it. Uh, yeah, one out of ten. Yeah, that's it. Done. See ya. The next game is uh, X Men Madness and Murder World, with 1989 on the Amiga, by Paragon Software, I think. Um, and this game, Professor X is kidnapped by Magneto in arcade. You get to play as Colossus, Cyclops, Dazzler, Nightcrawler, Storm, and Wolverine. Uh, listen, oh, it's an immediate game. Way, huh? Wolverine's a playable character in like all these games. Yeah, well, obviously he's the most um, most popular character <laughs> in Marvel history. He's almost a, like Batman. It comes to a point where like, can we not have Wolverine in the game? Thanks, because he becomes overused. It's just, it's annoying. It's like Little Wayne. How many how many songs were you on, bro? Take a take a break. Um, but. So this this it's an Amiga game, okay? So the graphics are not that good, but I'm not looking at the graphics gameplay wise. It reminds me of Batman: The Cape Crusader on the Amiga as well. It's a nice action game. Um, it took me now. Adam had this game. It took me forever to figure out how to get to the second screen. I had no idea. Okay. Just now, for the review, I replayed it, and I realized, oh, you had to be Nightcrawler to transport into the vent to go into the room. No clue. Uh, but I did it, and I played it. But it was, it's, it's a slow-paced action game. There's some item management. It's not that bad, actually. It's like I give it a 5 out of 10. It's decent. The characters look good. What, it's a 1989 Amiga game. What do you think you're going to expect? Don't think about yeah. it in 2020. I mean, the game is from 89, okay? Um, have you ever played that game before? No. Okay, moving on. 
We have X-Men 2, Fall of the Mutants. It's this uh, released in 1990 on the PC by Paragon again. Uh, this is the sequel to Murder to Madness and Murder World. It's based off the storyline in Uncanny X-Men 225 to 227, X-Factor 24 to 26, 26, and New Mutants 59 to 61. Again, it's an action-adventure game. You get to pick 15 characters. Jesus Christ. Wolverine. <laughs> it's a lot, bro. Of course, of, of, of course with Wolverine. Wolverine, Psylocke, Colossus, Rogue, Longshot, Havoc, Archangel, Iceman, Beast, Marvel Girl, Cyclops, Shadowcat, Nightcrawler, Phoenix, and, and Phoenix. You get to pick five of the heroes. Now, this kind of reminds me of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the, on the NES, where you go above the sewer, you look like a small character, and, well, maybe Final Fantasy, too. These characters follow you around, right? And then you right. go into a, a section of the game, an area of the game, and it becomes like almost like a one-on-one beat-em-up. And the characters look good. Um, the enemies are not that hard. It's not that difficult, really, once you get used to it. Like I said, it's, it's a 1990 video game on the Amiga. It takes a game to get used to, but I actually did enjoy it. Um, I gave it a 6 out of 10. It's better than the first game. Um, you know, in, interesting concept. I liked it. If you do have an Amiga or a PC port of it or whatever you can play it on, I think it's worth checking out even now because I think it kind of led the way for a lot of other games in the future. You know what I mean? Right. You ever played it before? Not. I haven't played this one. Okay, moving on. Everybody knows this game, X-Men, from 1992, the arcade game by Konami. Oh, no, you missed one, bro. What? You missed the Wolverine game. Oh, I guess you can add it. Go ahead. Yeah, so Wolverine came out on NES, made by LJN, came out in 91. And again, this game is horrible, but... It is better than the uh, Uncanny X-Men game, but that's not saying much. So you can only play as Wolverine, obviously. And I I don't even know how to describe this game. You can't use Wolverine's claws, which, you know. How stupid is that? That's a poorly designed gameplay mechanic. Yeah. When you use his claws, they make no sense. No, they're dumb. They, they look like the Silver Surfer for some of them. It, it just doesn't make any sense. The platforming is difficult to control. The jumping is very annoying. Very annoying. The swimming parts, very annoying. Agreed. Their power-ups are hamburgers. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, it's an X-Men barbecue. Uh, this game sucked. Again, though, but just, you know the game was doomed from the start. It didn't have the... Uh, you can't. Well, you can't use Wolverine. Can't use his claws. I mean, how stupid is that? That's like Batman with no batarangs. Yeah, or you know, Spider-Man with no webs. It's just. It's a. It's just. I don't know why they did that. For I mean, what's the point? Leave his claws out. Who cares? What is the point of him having uh, his own power that doesn't cost him anything? Yeah, what's the point of having retractable claws? He doesn't get hurt by having his claws out. So why not have them all the time? Just, you know. But it is what it is. I gave it a 3 out of 10. Yeah, 3 out of 10. This game sucks. Let's move on to the next one. 
everybody knows this game. I just mentioned the X-Men 92, the arcade by Konami. Oh. Um, this is based off the animated cartoon, which is titled X-Men uh, Pride of the X-Men, right? Yeah, for Pride is yeah, Pride, it was a, it was Pride. Like a, a failed plot episode. Yeah. Uh, it's I also, think, huh. I think this failed plot turned into the X-Men animated series, too, which came out like a year after. But don't, don't hold me against that. I'm not too sure. Well, the cartoon was released way before that. But oh. it was a one cartoon episode. It was based off the Uncanny X-Men 129 to 139 issues. Right. Um, This was the first time I ever seen a six-player, two-TV screen arcade in my life. Uh, unfortunately, in the arcade game, I only ever played as Dazzler. It was very rare when I could play as Wolverine or anybody else because all the older kids were always on the machine. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I got older, well, when I got older, I used my muscle and I got people off the machine. But still, it um, I never actually beat the game at the arcade. Um, I got to the part where I fought Magneto, but Magneto always killed us. It wasn't until we played it on the PSN, on the PS3, with yeah. you mean Katie, that we actually beat Magneto. Yeah, finally plays Wolverine. Yeah, and it only turned out to be Mystique. Mystique. And then there was a whole other level of actual last fight with Magneto. I was shocked, bro. Yeah. I was absolutely shocked, okay? In this game, you get to play as Cyclops, Colossus, Storm, Wolverine, Nicro, Dazzler. Now, Wolverine clothes are out in this game, so that's a miracle. Yeah. Your special power, obviously, was whoever you picked. So Cyclops had optic rays, Storm had electricity, Dazzler had fireworks. I think Nightcrawler would disappear. Um, what I didn't get was Colossus. Like literally, his mutant power is turning into steel. Yeah. <laughs> but for some reason, he did a huge yell and explosion, and people got knocked back. And Wolverine shot out magical. Mists like a magical wizardry from his claws. What the point of that is, I have no idea. There you go. I have no idea. But <laughs> listen, the game it plays similar to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game, much like the Simpsons, because it's from the Konami. Obviously, you could attack your players on the floor. You could toss them. You didn't have that much in in way of combo. It's very very basic controls. But overall, it really was... This working. game is a lot of fun when you're playing it with other people. Bro, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's a great bro. arcade game, bro. Great arcade game. It's yeah, only like, hard towards the end because you have to do the uh, the boss battle gauntlet. Yeah. And we played this game on the PS3. We bought it. And, of course, I played as Colossus. You played as Wolverine, as usual. And that's and only for 45 minutes. Once I... Once I discovered the war, that's it, man. I was that I was locked in. That's it, bro. And this game again, it's fun with a lot of people by yourself. It's still fun, but it's better when you have people over. Absolutely. So we're doing an X Men barbecue, burgers and beer. We gotta play this game. Gotta do it. Um, moving on, we have X Men '93. Well, X Men released in '93 for the Genesis by Sega. Uh, you got to play as Gambit, Nightcrawler, Wolverine, and Cyclops. 
this is the same plot as the Uncanny X on NES, where Magneto has taken over the stopping the safety protocols. Now, obviously, you can't compare it. It's much better, but it's still not as good as it should be. It's very difficult to beat. Right? Yeah. They are stupid platforming. Enemies are in really bad places. And again, using Wolverine's claws would hurt him. If you had his claws out too long, he would go into a berserker rage and could possibly fall off a platform and die. So you had no control over this at all. Which was very annoying. Um just very difficult to control. One of the worst things about the game was the reset of the computer. Yeah, and because you would reach a certain part and you would like destroy like this like floating computer and then that's it. Like nothing happened. You didn't know like what you were supposed to do. Nothing. Not a but you have to reset your Genesis. But you know, there's no indication. It doesn't say on the screen reset your Genesis. Nothing. And mm-hmm. You know, it was, you know, I don't know. Like, how would you figure that out? Well, the only reason why I figured it out was because Bomb was vacuuming and trying to vacuum, like, all the dust by the Genesis. I told her, Mom, please don't do that now. She didn't listen to me. She didn't care. She accidentally, she well, she didn't accidentally do it. She definitely vacuumed my Genesis because there was dust, you know, where the where it was on the, on the entertainment unit. And yeah. she hit the reset button. And when the game came back on, I was at another level. So I was like, you actually found out that, that, like, I didn't believe it. So when I played the game the next day with Alex, I tapped the reset button. It didn't work. I would play it again, got to the same part. I lightly tapped it and it worked. When I, when I told the kids in my school about this, I was a hero. Okay. Cause this was so difficult to get to that level. And then to have that bullshit stop you from playing really pissed me off. Right. Um, it's it's a good game. It's not the best game. It's frustrating. It's difficult. But, you know, overall, 610. It's worth checking out. But if you don't, if you don't play, you're not missing anything. You know what I mean? Right. Um, moving on now, we have, again, X-Men, Lisa 94 for the Game Gear by Sega. Uh, Magneto kidnapped several X-Men. Only Wolverine and Cyclops escaped. So they must free Professor Xavier. Um, oh, another note. If you had that game on the Sega Nomad, you couldn't reset your game. There's no reset button. Yeah, so that's basically you bought a broken game. Yeah, and... So no, yeah, you bought a broken game. Isn't that isn't like that highly rated? Yeah, that's just ridiculous. 100% agree with you. Uh, this game, you do get to play as other X-Men, like Storm, Rogue, Psylocke, Nightcrawler, and Iceman, but you have to unlock them each level, which was cool. You get to start off as Wolverine and Cyclops. Bro, right. in handheld game, it's not bad, right? It's enjoyable. The storyline is there. The enemies are there. It's not long. It's, uh, it's difficult because of the platforming, but overall, it's not that bad. Right. You played this game before? No, I, I I didn't play, but I'll check it out. Yeah, I think so. Um, moving on from there, we have X Men: Mutant Apocalypse '94 on the Super Nintendo by Capcom. Oh, yeah, this game is great. This is yes, this is a phenomenal game. 
um, Xavier sends a team to Genosha Island to rescue Captain Mutants. Uh, obviously, Apocalypse is the main, the main baddie. You get to play as Beast, Cyclops, Yambit, Psylocke, and Wolverine. Uh, you have 10 lives altogether, but only two lives per character. Each character you pick has his own, he has his own mission he has to complete to get to the next section of the game. I thought that was cool. You can play in any order. The graphics are phenomenal. It has Street Fighter-like combos. Um, they look beautiful, by the way. Um, what has great controls. Kind of difficult platforming sections, but not impossible. It just takes lots of practice, especially if you're not from this era of gaming. It can really frustrate you now. Because when oh, you yeah, I was playing this. Yeah, it's frustrating. You were telling me that. Oh, yeah. The pain. But for someone like my age who's been playing these games, it's not as hard as it, people think it is. It's difficult, don't get me wrong, but it's not. It's just, you can do it. With enough practice and patience, you can do it. You know what I mean? Right. And um, if you're playing on an emulator, if you feel like you're going to get stuck to save the game, you die, reset it. I mean, reload it, right? Like, not a big deal. Yeah, I know. That's if you're what playing I was doing on the emulator. Yeah, but some people don't care. They want to play the game. You know what I mean? Um, I beat this game a lot with my friend Adam, who had this game. Uh, well, he, had be- he beat it first. I beat it after him when I borrowed it from him much later on in mm-hmm. life. But I really liked playing this game with him. I thought it was beautiful. I thought Wolverine's level and Psylocke's level were my favorite. Um, you played this game? Oh, you told me about this game. Yeah. I gave this game an 8 out of 10. Yeah, 8 out of 10. This game was really good, man. It, it is hard, though. Yeah, Capcom did a phenomenal job. Um, moving on here, we have X-Men Games Master Legacy, released in 95 for the Game Gear, again by Sega. This is the sequel to the original X-Men game on the Game Gear. Um, you get to play as Cyclops, Storm, Wolverine, Gambit, Wolverine, Rogue, Gambit Bishop, Phoenix. And the secret character Cable you can unlock is a hidden character in the game. Listen, it's a cool little platform game. It looks good as far as Game Gear games go. Can't complain. They look good. It, again... All the X-Men games are tough and challenging, but with enough patience, you could do it. This is based off the Upstarts and Executioner Song comic books. Like I said, bro, it's a game gear game. What are you really going to expect? It's handheld. It's not that long. Right. right. And if you're really good at it, you could probably beat it in two, two three hours. It's quick. Um, You played it before? No, but I'll check it out, though. Yeah, I think you should do it. It's not bad, bro. Um... Okay, we have moving on. We have X Men Two: Clone Wars, released ninety five by Head Games. This is based on the Phallix comic book. Um, you get to play as Beast, Psylocke, Gambit, Nightcrawler, Wolverine, and Cyclops. Magneto was a special character you unlock after level six. Um, the crazy thing about this game is I thought I thought my game was broken when I first bought it. Okay, you put the game in, bam, a fucking character drops out of the sky. <laughs> yeah, there's no. There's no title screen. There's no nothing. Yeah. It's just not I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? You know, I reset the game to try it again. Another character dropped. The character drops are random. But yeah, I remember when I first played this game, I got beast. And I just like just jumped over everything and I, I eventually beat the level. I didn't even hit anybody. 
Yeah, once once that happens, the second screen comes up, and you know you can play any character you want. And the music was great, bro. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Sometimes, sometimes me and Christy would keep resetting the game till we got till we got Gambit, because his music in that first snow level was just phenomenal. (laughs) If you could, bro. If you could, sometimes we would do homework with that music playing. Okay, <laughs> he would just like pause the game. That's it. No, not pause the game. Just he would drop down, and that's it. He would hear the music. I can't describe it for you guys. If you're listening to this podcast, just stop it. Hit pause. Go to YouTube. Put X Men Two Clone Wars Gambit's theme first level. Again, for that. The music is phenomenal. The, yeah, my next that. favorite music is Wolverine's music. Everybody else's music is eh. The cool thing is that the level has its own music, right? Right. But the characters, but the individual characters' music is interwoven into the main theme of this level, which is fucking fire. Somebody should do a rap over that. That's how much I love that beat. Okay? Now, this is a very difficult game. I beat it a lot with Adam, but only a few times with Christy because she had no patience. Some levels you got to go through. Some levels you got to slow down. Uh, now, me and Adam, fig- well, really, Adam figured out the best way to play this game by yourself. There you go. Oh, uh, bro, yeah. Can- of course, Gambit has the best team. <laughs> listen to it, listen to it, bro. Listen to it, listen to it, listen to it, listen to it. Oh, yeah. Bro, I don't know why. I feel like if Drake did a, a rap, I feel like Drake can do a good rap to this beat. How amazing would that be, bro? No, what bro, you got to do, you got to get a Louisiana rapper. Get a Louisiana rapper, since Gambit's from Louisiana, and do a beat over that, bro. Trust me, it'll be amazing. Okay? Yeah. That song is fire. Now, Adam figured out the best way to approach this level, because the game is hard. I think it's one of the hardest... I think it's harder than Mutant Apocalypse. But with the right character, you could beat each level. Yeah, you got to play as certain characters in a certain stage, which I kind of thought like that was kind of cool because you could give you a variation of characters. Unfortunately, the variation really is just mostly Wolverine. But <laughs> of course, if you don't, of course, if you don't want to go through all the nonsense of Googling and going to GameFacts.com or whatever, I'll tell you right now, okay? So here we go. The opening level, doesn't matter. Whoever drops down, go for it, right? The first level, Wolverine. Second level, Wolverine. Third level, Cyclops. Fourth level, Wolverine. Fifth level, Psylocke. Sixth level, Cyclops. Seventh level, Beast. Eighth level, Wolverine. Ninth level, Wolverine. Tenth level, depends on who you like more. Psylocke or Gambit, doesn't matter. One of those two. Eleventh level, Magneto. Twelfth level, Wolverine. Thirteenth level, Wolverine. Fourteenth level, Wolverine. Fifteenth level, Magneto. Now, after this 15th level, level 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20 is going to be your boy, Wolverine. <laughs> so Wolverine is pretty much... Only like... because his special jump slash just wrecks the game. 
<laughs> so you might as well just use him, right? I mean, you can do whoever you want. I'm just recommending to you guys, if you would like to play this way, it'll make it easier for you. You're still going to get your ass kicked, though. You still got to learn the level. But it just, for me, makes it a little bit easier. Okay? Um, I love this game. It's a great game. Yeah, this game is awesome, bro. Moving on, we have X-Men 3, Mojo's World, released in 96 for the Game Gear. This is the final... Yes. This is the final game for the Game Gear. And it's the last game made by Sega. And it really was not that good. Um, You get to play as Wolverine, Rogue, Gambit, Cyclops, Havoc, and Shard. Um... What you call it? This is a direct sequel to the Game Master's Legacy. Uh, listen, to me, the platforming sections were just horrendous. Like, they really went two steps back with this game. The regular enemies just take, like, 20 hits to die. It's it's almost to the point where it's pointless to play this game. I don't like it at all. For a handheld game, I can't be bothered with it, bro. I, I mean, if right. I would, if this game was to be on the Genesis, I'd be pissed. But since it's, I'm still pissed about it because they, they were really going in the right direction, and then all of a sudden they just went downhill. Yeah. So sort of like for, the movies. Yeah. So for me, this game is, eh, I don't like it at all. I give it three out of ten. It's not good. You played this game before? No, but after that review, I probably was not even going to. I wouldn't. Yes, that's what we're here for. Um, okay, now this game is interesting because I only played this game with Adam. I remembered it, but it took me a while to find it. And when I found it, I don't have the game. I don't have it on animation. I don't have it anywhere. So I just Googled it on YouTube. Well, I didn't Google it. I searched it in YouTube. And apparently it's called, well, it's called X-Men, The Ravages of Apocalypse. Released in 97, only on the PC, right? Now, it's a first-person shooter game, and it uses the Quake engine. So Quake is a similar game to Doom, where you shoot demons and shit, right? Um, I only played the first Quake with Adam. I never played any Quake game since, so I have no idea how they evolved. But this game takes all the enemy characters and replaces them with cyborg clones of X-Men characters. So you'll have little Wolverine coming at you, Storm coming at you, Iceman coming at you, and you have a big gun that shoots a shadow. Bro, like okay. you could pretend like you're cable. Yeah, you could actually. I mean, it's so- unbelievable. This game is fighting off these robots. Yep. It's all, I mean, yeah, so just think of like your cable. I mean, the game looked good for 97. Maybe now it's a little bit too pixelated. But I'll tell you what, bro, I really had a good time with this game. It's, I don't even think it's a real X-Men game. I just think it's like, for computers, I don't know if it's like a DLC from Quake or someone made it. I have no idea. So if you listen to the podcast, and you know about this game, let me know because I'm interested in it. I would love to play it again. Uh, I gave it a 7 out of 10. I really thought this game was unique and cool. Maybe not necessarily an, an X-Men game, but to me it is, right? Right. Um, now we have X-Men Mutant Wars, released in 2000. 
by Hal Corp for the Game Boy Color. You get to play as Wolverine, Storm, Cyclops, Iceman, and Gambit. Uh, you could you start off as Wolverine, but hitting select, you could change to any character. Okay. Right. Game Boy Color games, to me, none of them are really that good. I found this game very boring, very easy, and easily forgettable. There's nothing about this game that I enjoyed at all. It looks decent, but I would prefer to play the Game Gear game. So... To me, it sucked. Right. Nothing you want to say about this. You played this game? No, I, I haven't played that one, but if it sucks, then I well, obviously... don't. It's not good. Um, up next is X-Men Reign of Apocalypse for the Game Boy Color in 2001, released by Digital Software. Now, this is the sequel to Mutant Wars. It's a beat-em-up. You get to play as Wolverine, Cyclops, Storm, and Rogue. So I thought that was cool. It's not a bad beat-em-up. I mean, it kind of tries to be like the arcade game. You know, X-Men Arcade. Yeah. But it, it just it's almost too easy. And it's so short. Like, I think it's like an hour and a half, like an hour long. So for a handheld, I guess it's not bad. It's quick to the point. You can beat the game with every character, really. So I thought that was cool. They all look, they look, bro, for a Game Boy Color game, they look good. Um, it's not bad. I just think it's too short. Um, so I give it a five out of ten. Have you played that one? Uh, no, I'll, I'll check it out. Good. You know, I would definitely check it out, bro. It's, to me, I I uh, I think it's worth it. So good. You should definitely try it out. Um. Right. Okay. Up next is one of the greatest X Men games of all time, X Men Legends. For the yeah, yeah, now, now we're going into more of my territory. That's right. <laughs> by the PS2 in 2004 by Ravensoft, I gave this game a 9 out of 10. Oh, yeah, this um, game was awesome, bro. You get to play as Beast, Colossus, Cyclops, Emma Frost, Gambit, Iceman, Jean Grey, Jubilee, Magma, Nightcrawler, Professor X, Psylocke, Rogue, Storm, and, of course, your boy. Yeah, you know, it's about time you could play as Professor X. You know, he's only the fucking leader of the group. Now, what I thought was cool is that during the story missions, when you're in the X-Men mansion, or Xavier's mansion, rather, you play as Magma, right? And she walks around the house. You could talk to people, open up different dialogues. You could check different comic book covers. You could unlock trivia, which unlocks costumes and... The comic books unlock other different costumes. There's flashback levels where you play from unique uh, comic books for each character. What I liked about it was this game was around when Ultimate Marvel released their Ultimate X-Men comics, right? Yeah, it came out like uh, a couple of years after. Like, Yeah, because I remember I, I used those, those were the first comic books I ever read. Yes, I had I had all of them, and you read every single. You had one. all of them, and you had, you had all of them, and uh, now you don't collect them anymore. It's kind of weird, but and no more rooms got. Yeah, and plus they suck now, anyways. So. They really do. Not, you're not missing anything, guys. The best comic well, book for me was from middle '80s up to yeah, mid '90s, and yep. then I did like the Ultimate X Men. I mean, the Ultimate no, I, One. Yeah. I like Ultimate X-Men. I like Ultimate Spider-Man and a few others. Oh, Marvel. I liked Ultimate Avengers, too. 
Um, oh, those were awesome, bro. Later on, when the new 52 came out for DC, listen, it was not the best run, but those were kind of good. But for me, after Batman Zero Hour, I kind of just stopped collecting comic books because I'm like, these are just getting ridiculous. Yeah. Like, not to jump off topic, but Batman is just becoming an idiot. You know? He's becoming... Whatever the writer is writing Batman, there's always something he has up his sleeve. It's kind of ridiculous. Okay, first of all, let's not forget this. My man's a human being. Okay? So how are you punching Darkseid in the face? Stop. I can't. can't. So So you blocked one woman's punch? She's a fucking god, bro. And you blocked her punch? Yeah, one woman could just stop. Uh, take Batman, like throw him. If she wants. You're not going to come on. She's a block, bro. You're not going to block one woman's punch. So stop it, Superman. Really? I mean, I can't even talk about it. I'm getting upset. Go back to X. Yeah, let's go back to X Men. Okay, I can't. Uh, so I thought that was cool. You get to check out the Xavier Mansion. Then each level, you get to pick four characters, and it's an isometric dungeon-like crawler. Um, basically, this game paved the way for Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. So this yeah, game, Ultimate Alliance came out to you a year or two after this game. Yeah. So this game was just awesome. I mean, if you want X Men, this is it, bro. Really, this is, really bro, no if better. If game. you're a big X Men fan, you probably played this game, but. Yeah. If you want to see X Men, like X Men shit, this game has every possible X Men character. I love it. And I, I like the costumes. Oh, the costumes, yeah. So, speaking of that, like I said before, with the Ultimate uh, Alliance comic, Ultimate Universe, um, they spoke to Marvel and they kind of wanted to use something similar to the, to the uh, Ultimate Marvel look but created their own unique costumes, which I thought was awesome. And then you can unlock the all the costumes. So you have Wolverine's orange, Wolverine's yellow. I mean, yeah. once I unlocked Wolverine's orange costume, I put everybody in the 80s yeah. costume. That's it, bro. I yeah, played, it, bro. I played <laughs> my <laughs> own X-Men arcade, bro. Okay? I, had, I had Wolverine, <laughs> I had Colossus, I had Cyclops, <clears throat> and, I put in, and I put in Storm, okay? And I put them all in their 80s costumes, and I fucking had a ball with this game. Yeah. It was all. Yeah, once you put in the 80s costumes, it's it. It was all. official. See ya. Uh, I like, because when I played in my house, we had the 80s. When I played in your house, we had the 90s. So I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Same team. Same team, but just two different uh, decades. Yeah. Um, so this game, I highly recommend it. Get it now because video game prices are going up because the coronavirus has everybody locked down and these fucking scumbag eBay sellers are raising the price of video games to take advantage of a situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually just, I was going to order this too. Uh, I actually thought about getting this game, the second game, and the Ultimate Alliance games. The Ultimate Alliance games on the PS3, so I'll probably get those on the PS3. But let me explain something to you. Three weeks ago, these games are going for fifteen twenty five bucks. Now yeah. they're almost forty five dollars. Yeah, so ridiculous. Don't buy them. Wait. The coronavirus yeah, wait. will be over. Shit will go back to normal, and so will video game prices. Do not let these yeah. dumbbags take advantage of us of us gamers. Okay. Um, moving on, 
We have X-Men Legends 2, Rise of Apocalypse for the PS2 in 2005 by Ravensoft. Okay. This game... What was that? That was a motorcycle. Uh, I thought you farted. No. We don't fart on podcasts. Um, This game, to me, 10-10. Right? Yeah, this game is dope, bro. Okay, now, the only issue a lot of people complain about is that it doesn't really do anything different, which I agree, because it's kind of almost the same game as the first one. Really, nothing has changed, except you now only have X-Men characters, but you have Brotherhood of, of Evil Mutant characters. And depending on what combination hero, villain, or hero villain you pick, you get bonus stats, which I thought was cool. Again, you have all the costumes, you have more characters, but it's basically the same game, which I wish they did something a little bit different to it. Imagine playing like Diablo, and then Diablo 2 came out, and it's kind of the same shit. Right. I mean... You're going to have the same kind of stuff because it's still Diablo. Like Diablo 1, 2, and 3, they're kind of the same game, but they each had their own uniqueness to it. This game is just too much like the original. For me, it's fine because I love the original. So another game with more with different levels and new enemies, I'm in. Um, We play this game a lot. Katie, no, not Katie. Christy, yes, actually all four of us play this game together. Uh, you were very annoying. Because you pick Colossus and you want to run around your own your own way instead of following us. And once you get to the like the harder levels, it's much like Ultimate Alliance. You will just wreck everybody with special moves. Yeah, especially when you upgrade the characters. Because leveling up in this game is great. You could also unlock a special Iron Man suit, which I thought was pretty cool. But like I said, yeah. more of the same, nothing really new. But still, for me, it's it's awesome. It's a 10-10 for me. Like, Ultimate Alliance, yeah, we don't, even though it's not really an X-Men game, you can still play as the X-Men. Yeah, you, you know, can make an X-Men, X-Men game. You could just put X-Men one thing, I, one thing about that game I didn't like is that Wolverine's main costume is a t-shirt and fucking jeans. Yeah, it's kind of lame. And, bro. And, and boots. Like, really? Well, what's he... Uh, What's he like gonna fucking uh, go to a barbecue or something? I, know. I mean, you couldn't put him in his yellow costume, his uh, uh, orange costume. Uh, come on. But, anyways, it's ridiculous. But they did, but in the second game, they did put him in his yellow costume. So I guess, you know, they made up for it. Anyways, now we have X Men, the official game released. Right. Released on the PS2 in 2006 by uh, Seven Axes. Uh, this game is a movie-based game. It bridges X-Men 2 and X-Men 3. Okay, before I talk shit about this game, I do want to say I liked how Wolverine, Iceman, and Nightcrawler are all unique in their own character abilities, right? So it's yeah. not like you're playing with, a, with the same character, but different moves. Yeah. So I like that. Other than that, wow. I mean, this game sucks. The AI is broken. The levels are, I don't know what's going on, bro. I mean, it's really horrible. This is, this is a bad game all around, okay? Uh, 
I played it. It was bad, man. I never beat the game because I didn't give a shit. That's how no, bad this game was. Bro, it, it was bad. I don't like it at all. I'll tell you what, the coolest part about this game was Nightcrawler, by far. Yeah. I mean, he has the coolest levels in the entire game. But this game is really... Hugh Jackman did the voice of Wolverine. It's really bad, though, bro. Yeah, you know, it sucked. Now, technically, not really an X-Men game. It kind of is, because it's X-Men Origins Wolverine. Uh, It's based off... When was it released, Doc? For PS3? 2009. So, for the PS3 2009... In this game, you only play as Wolverine, but that's okay. X-Men's in the title. Um, Okay, this game, I liked it a lot. This game was fucking awesome, bro. It's awesome, okay? Again, once I unlocked that brown and, that brown and orange costume, that's what yeah. I used. Uh, yeah, especially, like, in the future levels, like, because this game goes back to uh, when he was with, uh, when he was with Stryker. yes. Uh, yeah, it's based off the film, which is sucked, but we'll get to that okay. tomorrow. So, yeah, well, well, oh my god, bro, I'm gonna have so much fun doing these because, bro, we're gonna laugh but I, and hurl. Like, when I really know. did like this game a lot, though. I really wish they made another one, bro, or something like this again. Yeah, I, I would like to see a, another Wolverine game. I, I don't know how it would do. It listen, this was a great game if they did like a Spider Man game. Like that, you know how to do Spider-Man on PS4? No, like what? You want a Wolverine like Spider-Man? No, I'm saying like if they can make if the same guys who made a game, the guy who made Insomniac, if they can make a Wolverine game, like how they do that, like just like well, obviously with Wolverine, you, you, you only put well, you're not gonna have like like a Spider-Man game, but you know, like a Wolverine game, maybe you might make it like open worlds. Or just fuck it, just make an X-Men game. No. If I had to make another Wolverine game, I would kind of want it more like, like the new God of War. Because remember, he's Wolverine, right? right? He's not gonna be jumping around buildings and shit. So you, you can't be swinging around. <laughs> but I would like him to. Okay, like you know how you have Dark Souls. Right. It's not really open world, but it's open enough where you can go to different areas. That's how I would like to see Wolverine yeah. in action again. Like a hack and slash, like an old school, like a God of War type of gameplay style, you know, before the remake, obviously. I mean, not the remake, but before the, the newest one, God of War 4. I would like to see that kind of hack and slash style with Wolverine for sure. Actually, if they could do it like Deadpool, I'd be down. Yeah, like a De- Deadpool was pretty, it was pretty cool. cool. People didn't like it too much. I don't know, that counts as an X Men game because the X Men characters are in it. No, not. That's why we're not covering. Well, we can cover that at the other superhero podcast we're gonna have. Bro, yeah, that game was awesome. So X Men Origins Wolverine, I give a nine out of ten. Yeah, even though it was based off on the worst movies yeah. ever made, that movie it was does horrible. get repetitive. But, but I am a Wolverine fan, so I can kind of tolerate it once, a bit more. Once you go to the future level, and you like. Because the game has, like, you know, he goes back to the past and he was with Stryker and all those guys. But I put I put on the yellow costume for, like, the future levels, especially when you fight the Sentinel. Yeah. 
Bro, how awesome was that shit, man? I mean, the the costumes are cool, but they kind of also look out of place. Yeah, they do. It's like playing with the Batman animated series cartoon in, you know, Arkham Origins or Arkham Knight. It's just, wow, really? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that game's awesome. I recommend it. Now we hit the last X-Men game. You see, it wasn't as long as Batman. It took us only 45 minutes. Uh, now, this game is called X-Men Destiny. It's yeah. released on the... Well, I played on the Xbox 360 in 2011. It's by Silicon Knights. I played this game with my friend Eric, who passed away. Rest in peace, Eric. Um, it's a, Rest in peace, it's Eric. It's a man. beat-em-up game. But the only problem is you do not play as any X-Men character. You play as your own character, number one. It's sort of like DC Universe Online. Yes, number one. Number two, you could either follow Cyclops and the X-Men or Magneto and the Brotherhood. The problem is, no matter what you do in this game or what path you follow, nothing actually matters. So your choices do not matter, which is absolutely ridiculous because the point of picking a path is to go to that path. But you can still manage fighting everybody because the game is just broken. Okay, like I said, graphics to me don't—they don't matter. I mean, it's nice to look at. Don't get me wrong, but when the game released in 2011, looks like toilet paper. Okay, you—you got—you got to stop playing it. It's yeah. This is almost as bad as Batman Dark Tomorrow. I mean, it's awful, bro. It's absolutely awful. I don't even know what more to say about this game. Eric was so excited to play it. We put it in. Soon as we couldn't pick an X-Men character, that turned me off. Then you have to follow the story. And then actually playing the game, it was like a chore. It's like a chore. I'd rather scrub toilet bowls okay, at the school I used to work in than play this game. You understand? Yeah. That's how bad this game was. Have you ever played this game before? No, because I actually, I remember when this game came out and I heard this game got shitty reviews and I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to like bother with this. Nah, Fuck it, you know? It's not, it's not worth it. Now, most of you are going to be like, oh, but what do you mean there's more games? Yes, we did miss some games, but those games were fighters. I don't really play fighters, so I'm, I can't review them. No. They're part of the X-Men, yeah. So there was maybe six games we missed and there were other games with the X-Men in them that we didn't cover. Like Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. Or Spider-Man the X-Men. But we'll we'll cover those games in our superhero episode about video games. That might be broken down into two or three parts too. There's a lot of games. Um so that's it for the X-Men video games that I personally played. If you want we could do a quick rundown. Okay, Uncanny X-Men for the NES. I gave a 1 out of 10. Scott, how about you? Yep. Okay, X-Men Madness and Murder World for the Amiga. I gave a 5 out of 10. X-Men 2 Fall of the Mutants in 1990 for the PC. I gave it a 6 out of 10. X-Men 2 The Arcade by Konami. I gave it 8 out of 10. What about you? Yeah, 8 out of 10. X-Men, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Wolverine. For the NES, what'd you give? 
Yeah, like a six out, uh, three out of ten. Yeah, me too. X Men '93 for the Genesis. I gave it a six out of ten. Um, X Men '94 for the GameCube. So I got a six out of ten. X Men Mutant Apocalypse '94 for the Super Nintendo by Capcom. I gave a eight out of ten. What about you? Yeah, eight out of ten. X Men game. X Men. Games Master Legacy, 95, by the, for the Game Gear, I gave a 6 out of 10. X-Men 2 Clone Wars, 95, by Genesis. On Genesis, by Head Games, I gave it a 7 out of 10. How about you? Yeah, this game was good, but it's hard. Um, X-Men 3 Mojo's World, 96, for the Game Gear, by Sega, I gave it 3 out of 10. Um, X-Men, The Ravages of Apocalypse for the 97 for the PC, I gave a 7 out of 10. X-Men Mutant Wars 2000 by Hal Corp, Game Boy Color, I gave it 3 out of 10. Um, X-Men Reign of Apocalypse for Game Boy Color 2001 by Digital Software, I gave a 5 out of 10. X-Men Legends for the PS2 in 2004 by Ravensoft, I gave a 9 out of 10. How about you? Yeah. X-Men Legends 2, Rise of Apocalypse, for, uh, 2005, by Raven Software. I gave a 10 out of 10. How about you? Yeah. 10, this game. Yeah. Those are probably the best X-Men games yeah. for me. At I, least, I, you know. I agree with you uh, 100%. Um, X-Men, the official game for PS2 and 2006 by Seven Axes. I give it a 4 out of 10. About you? Yeah. Same shit? Yeah. We have yeah. X-Men Origin Wolverine. I gave it 8 out of 10. Oh, this game. Yeah. And then finally, X-Men Destiny for the Xbox 360 in 2011 by Silicon Knights. I give it a 2 out of 10. Yeah. It's just... I. It's a shame that they haven't been out of the X-Men game since that game. It it's really, almost 9 years ago now. It really 10 years, bro. Like I said, I would love bro, just to do a game. What they should do, bro, they have they should remaster X Men Legends one and no, two. Yeah, and just I agree. They could put X Men Legends, but the problem is licensing. Yeah, because I think Activision published those games. Activision is gone. And aren't they gone? Yeah, so, so that's it. I have that. I don't know. I don't think they're gone. I, I just don't think they don't have the rights to those games anymore. I mean, listen, if I was a video game company and you want to... Like, they used to do the Bond games, Activision. No, I mean, EA used to do all the Bond games yeah. on the PS2. We can do those games, too. I don't uh, play the Bond games. I don't care about James Bond. Oh, well, you can do the... Uh, well, because I think they made Goldeneye and all that, all those games. But now I think Activision like made those. Well, I'll tell you what. Since we're in the era of remakes and Capcom remade Resident Evil, which are phenomenal, I would love a remake of Silent Hill 1 and 2, 3, for sure. I would love a remake of a lot of games I'd want to remake of. But if you're going to remake a game and put two games on... Listen, they remade Baldur's Gate and they put it on the PS4, Xbox One, and, and Switch. Someone needs to... Did you play it? Bro, Baldur's Gate is phenomenal, bro. Okay? I would buy it, but I'll, I'd rather wait for a little price drop for me because I already played them, you know what I mean? And I have the original, yeah. so I don't really need to get it now. I have them. But if somebody was to buy the rights of the X-Men game 
and they released X-Men Legends 1 and 2, I would buy that day one. Because, because now you would have online multiplayer for both games. And you could play. Yeah, that would be really bro. Cool. PS4, Xbox. I mean, how many people would buy this game and play online with your friends? I mean, it'd be amazing. It, this would be an amazing game to play with your friends. So, bro, yeah, especially Ultimate during the quarantine. I would, I would like it in the same style as Ultimate Alliance. Right. I think it works. Why would you change it? I don't know. I wouldn't, because you cannot make the X Men like a Spider Man game. I don't think it'll work. No. I think the X-Men should be best as a hack and slash dungeon crawler for me. Unless you have another idea, that's fine. I'm not a game maker. I'm just saying I wouldn't mind a third game. Or if you want to reboot it and start fresh, but do the same style, I'm in. I'm in. 100% I'm in. So yeah, but as long as they do it right, I mean, if they put any fucking bullshit in it, no, like, no bullshit, really? bro. Just play it. Just do it right. Make it simple, and make it multiplayer. That's all I ask. Right. You know, and make it so where, yeah. like the other one, you don't have to have all four players. You can just have two players. I don't need two character. I don't need two CPU controlled characters. If I could just do two players and it's a little harder, I'll do. I don't care. Yeah. Um. So that basically covers this episode. Uh, next episode, we'll discuss X-Men movies, including Wolverine. So that's six movies. Like I, like Scott said before, he'll pretty much run that podcast because I've seen them, but only once. Um, and I'm not watching them for yeah, the record. So, so I don't care about watching them again. But So he'll <laughs> definitely remember them. And I'll just remember yeah, so what I remember. We're going to do all the X-Men movies. You know, X-Men, the first one, which is 20 years old already. Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe that. That's really hard to believe. Yeah. Uh, X-Men 2, X-Men United. Why they had the X-Men United on there is, you know, stupid. It's, X-Men 2 wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. X-Men The Last Stand. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, my God. Another one. Uh, X Men First Class, you know that that's what I'll I love to talk about. Uh, X Men Days of Future Past, I liked. Of course, yeah, I'm gonna get more in depth in review. X Men Apocalypse, Logan. Oh, I missed the Wolverine. Yep, that one. Actually, I actually like that one. I'll tell you why. Then after that was Days of Future Past, and then Apocalypse, X Men Apocalypse. Uh. And then X Men, uh, no Logan. Logan came after. Him. There's so many of them. Yeah. And and then after Logan came, of course, the Deadpool movies because they sort of count. Yeah, they kind of count. And I then, would say. And then after Deadpool, X Men, uh, Dark Phoenix again. These movies are very confusing because just they changed so much the, the timeline, bro. Like this X Men Dark Phoenix that's because that took place in 1993, right? Yeah, is that like a prequel to X Men One? It's just, bro, these movies are so fucking confusing, bro. And yeah. I can't wait to get into it and get and get confused myself. Well, then that's it. So bro, that's it. I can't wait, we'll... man. I'm so I'm so, I'm pumped for these. Episode 14 will be on X Men movies. Join us for that. 
I think one of the episodes down the line will be uh, Spider-Man games. Oh, and my God, Spider-Man yeah. Movies. And then um, that's pretty much it, I guess. Yeah. We, have, for the we have a lot more movies, episodes to go. Bro, for the Spider-Man movies, I only like the first two original, Tobey Maguire. I hate the rest of them. Well, we'll get into it. Yeah, especially, bro, this new one. Oh, my God. What a disaster. <laughs> It's just so then, a, what listen, a disgrace. That's enough sneak peeking. Yeah, bro. Okay. I, I'm pumped for this, man. I'm hyped. And, and if I you have nothing, vent my frustrations on these movies because I can't oh, stand I, them. Well, I'm ready to hear your complaining, bro. So, I'm gonna just go in. If you heard all my other episodes, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, everybody asks me, will there be a season two? Well, season one's not over. Number one. Uh, I don't know when it's going to be over. Uh, I may change the podcast because since Scott's basically my co-host, no longer my yeah. guest star. Well, I've been I well, I've been joining in on the fun of the we're doing all these games. So, but I mean, yeah, but you might as well just come in full time. Yeah. So if you're going to be coming full time, we could do season two and change the name. I have a guy who draws. Okay, at Comic Pictures seventy nine on Instagram. Check out him. Um, if you heard, like I said before, if you heard all my episodes, I appreciate. It. Thank you for listening. If you're had nothing else to listen to, you know, support the smaller podcast, not the big superstar comedian podcast or you know movie star podcast because they're always going to be around. You know what I mean? Yeah. You like I said, give a shout out to the GOG. The GOGP show. Okay. G- well, GOGP underscore classic. That's his IG. Check out his podcast. You got the boys over there in England at Unofficial Controller Podcast. That's a phenomenal show. Unglorious Bastards Forever, bro. Mm-hmm. And you have Precisely Podcast, the trio. They're pretty good. I like them. You have Lit Gaming Arena Podcast. And then people are asking if Scott's going to have his own podcast. Uh, are you? Uh, I mean, I don't know because, you know, I'm doing this shit with you. So maybe I'll just uh, – maybe I'll make one. I don't know. I got to think about it. So think about it. Um, yeah, so season one still in gear. I have at least 25 – episodes written down already right yeah maybe after that we'll do a season two i don't know uh with the coronavirus on lockdown i'm have nothing but time you know what i'm saying so yeah especially let's wrap it up now oh yeah you're locked down bro new york is getting so we're an hour and a half that's a good time right did a good job Let's wrap this bad boy up. Tomorrow is just X-Men, the movies. I can't wait for that. All righty. I can't wait and to talk I'll... about the bad ones. Yes. What you're gonna, I'm sure you're going to do fine. Yeah. Uh, so let's wrap it up. Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm hyped. I know you're hyped because I'm trying to wrap up for the last three minutes yeah. and keep hyping it up. Let's wrap it up, bro. Okay. Save your, save your energy for the next episode, bro. Oh, man. I just can't wait, man. So let's officially wrap up. Thank you guys for listening. Peace out. Whoever dirt you.